One of the things that I found in my experience personally is those times where I do that, it's because I don't want to be vulnerable. Because what? What? Hello, everybody. Hello, Hello everyone. Grace. How's it going? It's going well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> oh no, is that just me or did I unplug? Did you something? lose something? Producer I can Chris? hear you. Oh. oh. <laughs> That means it's not we even recording, so we got to start over. It's not recording? Uh, no. Oh. It's recording. That's your... Oh, it's my headphones. You just can't oh, so we're going to keep going. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. Sorry well, about that. Well, you know, it still, was about time. I still time. can't hear myself, Chris. It was about time we had a technical Producer issue. Chris, can you... Nope. 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 <laughs> got nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Did it pull out of here, too? Oh, that's no, good. No, no, no. You're good. We're going to have to start over. No, let's yeah, start There you go. There you go. We're not starting over? I don't know. Do you okay. want what to start over? What should we do? What should we do? We're going to keep... We're going to plow through. Okay, plow through. <laughs> well, the audience, our parent listeners, has gotten a window of um, our rural technical fanciness we have going on yeah. here. Well, that was just my big size <laughs> seven and a half foot getting, getting in the way. <laughs> it pulled the cord out. But you know it was about time we had some technical issues. Yeah. After, you know, 53 episodes in, we've, you know... We've only had a few of these. We've moments. only had a few of these. You um, know, there there was another milestone that we didn't talk about two oh, weeks yeah? ago. A what stone? A milestone that happened two weeks ago, and we didn't talk about it. it was after the, the first episode that we did of this. Of this series? A, yes. Okay. Birthday. What happened? It was a birthday. Whose birthday? Someone had about? a You had a birthday. Hey-oh, uh, you're right. We totally did. You're right. <laughs> right. I, I wasn't even that. thinking you were thinking about me because that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't bring cake Your th- or 30th, anything. Thirtieth well, birthday. Well, thank you, Grace. <laughs> thank you, Grace. Thirty-two. Grace, if you didn't know how oh old boy. I was, it, it, it won't hurt my feelings. <laughs> what <do> you- <laughs> but how old would you guess I was? And I, there's a reason I'm asking. Oh my! How old would you guess I was? You're putting me on the spot. If you didn't know, thirty. No. Yeah. What's the reason behind the question? I seriously would think forty-seven. Wow. I, I would have went. I don't know why that number popped in my so head. I was you with. I was very with, young. I spent. I spent four nights in no three nights, four days in Joshua Tree in an Airbnb with some of our forty-something-year-old pastors, mm-hmm. and we were out walking, and I was talking to one of them about marriage and life, and I made some comment that he was like, and then he, it, I could tell it, and he goes, "Well, how old are you?" And I said, I'm and he was f- shocked. I, I, yeah, I said I'm 57. And he goes, Oh my gosh, I would have put you at 47. Yeah. Oh. He thought I was. He thought I was basically. That? Wow. He thought a I was decade a couple, younger. He thought I was a couple years older than him. Oh. Well, you have so a I'm certain like, hey, energy about you. you. You're okay. very sprightly. Well, thank you. <laughs> What was that? I don't even know. <laughs> Sprightly? What's that mean? Spry or Sprite? <laughs> spry. You just have energy. You're like, you know, on the go. I'm a you... spry old man. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. Anyway. I did not ever call a man Spry. No. It didn't say Spry. No. You, no I you... said Sprightly. What is Sprightly is like okay. a little. Open the show. Open, open <laughs> the show. Bell. Open the show. I'm going to Google Any... Sprightly. Okay, you it's Google Tinker Sprightly. Bell. Open the show. It's a Sprite. <laughs> Open the show. <laughs> As we look up our dictionary words. Well, parents, welcome to our, you know, fun, wild, and uh, interesting, loving group that we have here. We have Kurt, and I'm Grace, and we have producer Chris, and we are in a three-series 
three episode series and on the third episode um we as we thought about what we want to talk about entering into the new year and mm. af- having passed our 50th episode we really wanted to bring it back to the basics yes. and what is the whole reason we put this podcast together in the first place yes. and so the first episode we talked about our on purpose parent purpose our goals our mission which is to raise interdependent lifelong followers of Jesus who desire to make a kingdom contribution and how we can have that vision and that mission carry us through our parenting journey. And then in our second episode, we talked about the strategy, the on-purpose parent plan, where we broke down the different ages and stages that our children go through through their various transitions. And also as parents, our roles and the different goals we might have in those um different seasons and we talked about different resources that are available to parents as well and so this episode as we wrap up the series is to really tie it all together and ask the question okay now we have this great vision and now we have this strategy and this plan but how do we actually do this how do we actually Um, do this in a way that's sustainable Mm. and feasible and that we don't just burn out and it remains a lot of times we have these great visions and great plans and the follow through isn't there or that we're not able to to sustain it and so we wanted to end this series talking a little bit about a few tips that we have or few essential elements that we feel is really critical to take the time investing in. Yeah, I like that. To be able yeah. to actually right. achieve the vision and yep. follow through on the strategy. The, the, the way I think about it is I'm like, what do we do for ourselves while we're doing this for our kids? Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. this whole strategy is really for our kids. What do we do for ourselves along the way to give us the energy and the, the in, yeah. in one of the first two episodes you talked about like um, the grit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we got to have this grit. Like how do we. And so we're going to talk today about just three things that yeah. you might do um, to help you along the way. Before we do that, Grace. Oh, did you look it up? I did. I did. I looked <laughs> what up. What does it say? What well, does it mean? Boy, I'll tell you what, Grace, you Grace never fails to impress with her. Verbiage. Her, her, vocabulary. her vocabulary, her intellect, her because she uh, sprightly is a word. Yeah. It is an adjective. So it's a descriptive word. Now I'm going to read. I'm going to read it straight from the dictionary. Okay. It starts by being in parentheses. It says, "Especially of an old person." <laughs> oh no! It says in parentheses, no. <laughs> "Especially of an old that's, person." I did that's not. Not good. Especially, I, and then it says, "I did not know and that." Then that's it says, what it said. "Lively, full of energy." <laughs> Quote, she was quite sprightly for her age. Oh, no. So it's everything is- I didn't want it to be. It's everything you said it was, Chris. Yes. Yeah, you can't call it guy. That is that. So, so funny. I, would, I had no me, idea it actually said of an old person. Give especially. me 25 years and then, and you- then please call me sprightly. <laughs> Okay. When I'm when I'm 75 <laughs> years old, or no, no more than that, 85 years old. That's when I'm 85 so funny. years old ish. Please call me surprisingly. Okay, see oh, that's, that, so that's the picture that comes up that I see. <laughs> yeah, see, you don't, you, Chris. Don't no <laughs> no Chris, producer Chris. <laughs> Oh, that's See, so funny. Don't worry, that is not the image I had of you. I Let, truly not, that, had that, an that, image of. <laughs> 
producer, a strong and powerful and mighty man. How about that? Producer Chris <laughs> is the exact opposite of what you are to vocabulary. <laughs> oh, he put sprightly as Tinkerbell. <laughs> That's what, what has nothing to do. Google Sprite. Sprite and pick up. Look at the image, not the drink. Sprite. That's, That's not a Sprite. Sprite. Well, okay, but that, that wasn't the word. The word was sprightly. All right, we should like ask her, our you uh, are sprightly our for listeners your age. to write right. in the you're comments like, what like they think. That Lee. Lee. <laughs> Chris, producer Chris, you're proving my point. The con- the context of the state, the context of her word, <clears throat> should have led you to believe. The word she just used, the way she used it, cannot in any way refer to Tinkerbell. <laughs> He's refusing. He does not want to be tied to Tinkerbell, okay? <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh, man. Uh, you oh. just called him that name, and that was the image. All right, all right. Okay. I, Guys, I take full responsibility. We, hey, can, so. I, can I share another image? This is getting us back on track. Okay. Please, bring us, bring okay. us back. Bring I'm us feeling, back. I'm feeling like very guilty. That nobody cares. You guys, this is, nobody cares about this stuff <laughs> this is the thing, <laughs> this is the thing. so back. like this this episode what we're talking about it's that when you first board a plane and then the 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 attendant flight attendant kind of goes through and says hey when the mask drops mm-hmm. put it on yourself first mm-hmm. before uh, you put it on your kid because yes. you need to take care of yourself this first is that. that's so good. this is that thing oh, that's perfect good. producer chris this yeah. episode is putting the mask on our face yeah. great just job producer chris just when i feel like I don't want <laughs> producer Chris to chime in. That's he, why he, I don't he talk comes, half the time. He comes in with he something. He always so, pulls through. He pulls through. He's so good. It, you it, know? In, in, in light and spirit of the plane analogy, mm-hmm. his plane was going down. <laughs> Stop. And it. he was able to pull, he pulled it out. He pulled it, it was in a nosedive. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and you pulled out at of the it, right producer altitude. Chris, thank right. you. Okay, so here we go. Here, here we go. Here are the things you do for yourself. So that you can take care of your kids and raise mm-hmm. them in in this strategy. The first and Grace, I'm gonna go fast. Yes. You can is you gotta spend time connecting with God, mm-hmm. like your own soul care, your yes. own walk with Jesus. Everything flows out of that. When Rachel and I were first married, um, the pastor that we grew up under, when he was encouraging people to connect with God because it's hard, we're busy, life gets crazy, mm-hmm. is he would just say, "Hey, here's my tip." Same place, same time. Mm-hmm. Make it part of your, like brushing your teeth is usually kind of in the same time and usually in the same place, right? Mm-hmm. Just make it a routine. And the best way to make it a routine is make it part of your rhythm. I always spend time with God in this chair mm. at this table. And if you just make it a routine, yeah, but um, if we're not spending time with God, if we're not connecting with the Father, and all of us can relate to seasons where that's been a, a bigger part of our rhythm. And that's the word I would encourage is just make it part of your rhythm, mm-hmm. right? This rhythm of life. Um, we've all seen the benefits when it is, and we've seen the challenges when it isn't part mm-hmm. of our part of our rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think just to encourage parents who might be listening to this and hear that um, advice of connecting with God or that essential element, and then maybe tune off because it could sound something so common, because you hear it a lot, yeah. you gotta connect with God. Connect with mm-hmm. God, and it's very easy to then be like, "Oh yeah, of course, of course, connect with God." Yeah, it's important, and um, it's very easy to intellectually mm. understand that and mentally agree with it, but very difficult often to genuinely have a personal connection mm. and an intimacy with 
Jesus. And so that's what we just want to just pause and say, even if you've heard this a thousand times, it is so important and worthwhile to hear it again until you actually build it into your life and build it into your rhythm. Um, A book that I read called Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools by Tyler Tyler Statton. It was great. He has some really wonderful um, quotes. And one of the things he wrote was, most of us get about knee deep in the Christian life. Discover that the water feels fine and then stop there. We never swim to the depths of divine intimacy Jesus won for us. And this is really an invitation. When you connect with God, that is the source of all your energy. If you are struggling parenting, one of the questions you might ask before you start even thinking about, you know, strategy and all of these other technical things is, is my relationship with God good? Am I actually giving him any time or is it all just a head knowledge thing? And Mm -hmm. the other thing that he wrote in the book that I'll just close with, with this point is, He writes, when we stop moving, stop talking, and arrive present and quiet before God, he takes all our disordered desires, distorted attachments, and codependency and transforms them into love. And so the connecting with God is not about being a good person or being a bad person, because sometimes I think subconsciously we might go there like this is the right thing to do this is the good christian thing to do but the reason why we're encouraging this as you know putting on your own oxygen mask before helping your children is because this is where you will gain freedom this is that place in the presence of god where you are just still before god is a place where your anxiety your worries your stress your pressure you can lay that before god and he will transform that, help you think through that, help you maybe look at it from a different angle based on what he writes in scripture. And that can be the energy from which you can then go mm-hmm. out and parent. Yep. And so we just want to yeah. encourage this component, yeah. well, not, not to forget that. Yeah. And Jesus, I mean, Jesus says, I'm the vine, you're the branch. Yep. Stay connected because apart from me, you can do nothing. And he's not saying, obviously, you cannot, you cannot do anything without... But it's significance. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you want to do anything of significance, you have to stay attached to the vine. Yeah. Je- Jesus, the Lord is is our vine, and we just want to stay connected and attached because raising kids is really significant, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we can't do it well and significantly if we're not attached to the vine. So, stay connected with God. The other encouragement is because parenting is challenging and it can feel so lonely. Um, you want to you want to lean into the wisdom of others as much as you can, and so that's the second tip. There is to connect with others, connect with God, but connect with others. Um, stay involved in church, join a small group, join a walk club, find a mentor who's maybe a step ahead of you in the in the child raising. You know, if, if you're in the stage of um, elementary school, and that's the 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 role of being a of a crafter, and the 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 idea of you're nurturing their faith. What if you connected with somebody who's one stage ahead? Mm-hmm. They have junior high kids and they're in the role of cheerleader mm-hmm. and helping their kid own their faith. Like how, what can you learn? Be connected. Don't go through life. Don't go through parenting, especially trying to figure it all out on your own, mm-hmm. but really lean into and connect in others with others. The scripture is full and we've talked about it in the past about the importance of relationships and connectivity. And we were born and built and designed to be connected to the vine and to one another. Mm -hmm. And I'll just add to that. 
when you are thinking about connecting with others to really ask yourself, do you, what are the areas in where you are compelled to not do it? Mm -hmm. Like, and why? Because we all have that thing where we put up a wall and or oh, I don't want to go there and and to give yourself the space and the time to think about that. Why why am I internally reacting in a way that will take me away from others instead of connecting with others? And one of the things that I found in my experience personally is those times where I do that, it's because I don't want to be vulnerable. Because being vulnerable is very uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> and it comes with risk, right? If you're vulnerable, you you're basically, I mean, I think the definition is you're exposing yourself right. in a way that someone could hurt you. Yeah. And so it's easier to just not expose yourself. Like, right. I'm not going to say something. I'm not going to reach out and ask for a number and, and ask to connect because if I do, I'm exposing myself. And what if they say no? Right. Or what if they, what if we try to connect and it doesn't work out and it's embarrassing or awkward? What if it's, what if it's awkward? Right. Oh no. Like we're so, I think, reticent to do things that feel uncomfortable but i think it's just the encouragement that that uncomfortable place is where so many beautiful things can happen mm. and if you are willing to just take one small step to take the risk of being vulnerable and yes that does come with the possibility that you can get hurt or possibility that you can um, things don't turn out the way you want or that you get embarrassed or whatever it is that, that out of your comfort zone but the rewards are so worth it. Mm -hmm. So the encouragement just is don't be afraid to be vulnerable and to to explore that in small baby steps. Right. And if you do kind of get burned, like not to be embarrassed about it. It's like you yeah. tried and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. And then keep keep going yeah. at it because it's just that important yeah. to have that connection. For sure. And as parents, it's so easy to get in our own little head, our own world of, Nobody else is going through this with their kid. Mm -hmm. My my daughter is the only one who struggles with A B C D. My son and I we're the I'm the only dad mm -hmm. who loses my temper with my son. <laughs> right? No, you're not. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. So you, you, the vulnerability of you got to be willing to talk to somebody else about the fact that you lose your cool with your son once in a while, and you take that risk, and then you realize, oh. That's pretty common. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone in this. I'm not a failure because of this. So connecting with others is crucial just in our spiritual well-being as humans, as Jesus followers. But it really has some benefits and practical applications as we parent. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And then last but not least, as you connect with God and you connect with others, you need to pay attention to self-care, which is different. We've separated that. Part of self-care is connecting with God mm -hmm, and connecting mm -hmm. with others. Um, but there's a, there's a different aspect of self-care and I'm going to say, generally speaking, this is not, this is not meant to be, a, a, you know, for everybody, but generally speaking, this is probably a, a, an area that men struggle with. Hmm. They're just not as good at self. Now men, I, I'm selfish. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like I, I like, you know, I, Kurt goes to the movies when he wants to go to the movies and Kurt's goes surfing. When he, I'm selfish. Mm -hmm. I can be self-centered. I, I don't do a good job of intentional self-care mm. the way that I think I could and the way that I think m many times women have a little bit better grasp on this. And so I'm just going to say that and then I'm going to sit back and learn from, from, <laughs> from Grace on this one. That's funny you say that. I think maybe women um, may have talked about it more, more maybe it's more accepted to talk about. Okay. But I would say women don't, my experience 
don't often do a good job with it okay. because of the things that are going on inside our heads, right. you know? So what I would encourage women to do, I have just like a few things under this bucket of self-care. Um, again, none of these things are new or, you know, may seem common, but again, it's those simple things that are not necessarily easy right. that have the most profound impact. And I think it's okay to go back to these mm. basics. Um, but my first encouragement here would be to slow down. Mm. And this is a big one for me personally, that's very difficult to do. Um, one of the other books that I read this past year, The Deeply Formed Life mm -hmm. by Rich Volotas. That's a very good book. Yeah. And he spends a quite a bit of time talking about the importance of slowing down and, and just some quotes. There's so many, I won't read all of them that are just so powerful, but he talks about how our world continues on faster and busier. And then that reminds us that our souls were not created for this kind of speed to which we've grown accustomed to. And so we are out of rhythm and we have too much to do, not enough time to do it. He also writes that this speed that we live does violence to our soul. Mm. When I read that, wow. I was like, wow, that is wow. like a poignant yeah. statement. And it causes so many breaks in our relationship with God, with others, lack of depth. And ultimately what he says is that if we become enslaved to this culture of speed and superficiality and distraction, we will never be the wholeness of the person God really wants us to be mm. and unless we intentionally slow down and when someone says that to me my initial reaction is ah i know it's like it's kind of <laughs> like the nagging whatever like yep. the mentor that's yep. like slow down and I'll you're slow, like i'll slow I get, down when, when i can find time exactly it's like yeah okay no yeah. i get it yep. sure slow down mm -hmm. and then you just go back to this forensic frantic pace and um and then at the end of the day it's just like it said, it does it does violence to our souls. Right. We're not designed to do that. And so just a reminder that whatever helps you take one step in slowing down mm. of just not just running on the, what do they call it, the, the hamster wheel. For me, things like writing a quote on a post-it note and just putting it there or setting an alarm so that I look at it. So even if it's like 30 seconds during the speed of the day where it's like, oh, hold on. Let me just take three deep breaths right. and realize who am I? Yes. What is my worth based on? Yep. What's going on? What's the long game? Yep. We mentioned that in a different podcast and just create that space where God can speak right. into the hurried yes. and frantic pace of your life. Well, and Grace, as you're saying that, I'm going, all the soul care that we think we need, that we want, all of it hinges on slowing down. And creating space for these things, right? So mm -hmm. if if soul care for you is taking a walk mm -hmm. or, or going surfing, going to the gym, reading a book, all this exercising, guess what? You have to slow down mm -hmm. so you can find space yeah. for the stuff that feeds our souls, yeah. that takes care of ourselves. And again, such a simple concept, but I think this is one of the greatest challenges we yes. face because if you don't like really like hunker down and say, I am going to slow down. Right. You won't. Right. It is just, you know, yeah. life will happen, especially as a parent. Right. And so the other thing too, the encouragement second one is to really embrace um, and 
do not feel apologetic for things that you might do that add to your self-care. So mm. whether it's saying no to good things, maybe you can't go to every event or you can't help this friend out in this moment, do not feel apologetic about it, especially if you're doing that to give yourself some balance. Right. And part of it, I think, is maybe our human nature, our brokenness of human nature is to want to be God, right? Like Adam and Eve, like we mm -hmm. eat of the apple. And so I think there, part of our brokenness is we feel like we have to be God, which is be omnipresent, omni, omniscient, like to be able to be everything to everyone. And right. then we feel guilty when we're not. But part of it is embracing, well, you're not God. Right. And when you try to carry that burden that really should only be God, that does damage to your soul. And so don't feel bad about saying no. Um, what voice are you listening to in your head? What voice of criticism that might be saying, oh, if you say no, that person's not going to like you right. or um, that person's doing so much. Like, why can't you get your act together or you, you know, you are a less worthy person if you're not doing X, Y, Z, or if you leave your kids with a babysitter mm -hmm. to go watch a movie or something like you're a lesser parent, right. like to, to really hone in on to whose voice are you hearing? Where is that coming from? Is that coming from God? And, and to try and to really create that space to say, well, what does God invite me into mm -hmm. that will bring me closer to peace? Because that place of self-care will help you be a better, right, better parent. Right, right. And then lastly, just my thought is just as a reminder, this helps me sometimes give validation and worth to doing self-care activities is when I think about my kids, this is what I want them to do. So I think about how, you know, from birth, our kids' bodies and their minds were so precious. Like, you know, when they're newborns, if there's like any scratch, we're like, oh my gosh, like, like put Neosporin or like anti, like a scar cream. Like we're just like so super honed in on like their bodies and everything mm -hmm. about them. We're, they're so precious. Mm -hmm. Like they were created from us and we just, we are so like loving the wholeness of who they are. And then as they grow, they take care of their own bodies. And I'll just use the physical as an example. And, um, and I've mentioned this in past, past podcasts, but like Karis at a certain age, when she's, I think started to have a little more anxiety going to school, started to like pick her nails. And as a mom that hurt me because I would see these like ripped fingernails so low mm -hmm. and I would be like, I don't want you to like do that to your body. And it hurt me just as a mom because her whole being is so precious to me right. as her mom. Like I care about every aspect about her and I want her to be whole, to be, to be healthy, right. to then be in a place where she can go out and live the fullness of her life. So I want her to take care of herself. I don't want her to pick her nails and not that that's like the worst thing in the world, but just right. as an example, I don't want her to do things that harm her body or right. harm her mental state or harm her emotional health. Mm -hmm. And then when I think about that, it's like, I'm a broken person and that's the heart that I have for my child. God's desire for us is so much bigger and full of more perfect love. Mm -hmm. And he wants that for us. Yeah. He wants us as his, as our daddy, he wants his kids to be whole, to live the most beautiful life, to be healthy. And so when we invest in that, I think our society has twisted it to say like, oh, you're taking care of yourself. Like, how dare you, you know, or like, oh, you know, like a little bit of subliminal shame. But I want to reframe that for our parent listeners. It's like, no, like 
you are part of this beautiful family where your heavenly father loves you so Mm -hmm. much and desires for you to take care of yourself, be whole, be healthy. And then from that place, go out and parent your kids. And so if you're in a place where you're feeling down or um, maybe not in the best place for yourself, it's okay to be a good parent is to take care of yourself right, right. now and to take yeah. that one yeah. next step that yeah. you feel God may be calling That's you to. That's so great. And yeah. it's just a reminder, hey, parents, it's not about where you are, it's where you're headed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You, can, you can start today. Yep. You can start today to, to slow down mm-hmm. and begin to practice some, some self-care that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be, you'll, I think you'll see all kinds of benefits for it. So as you're raising your children to be interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus two episodes ago, as you're thinking about the ages and stages, your role and the goals last episode, mm-hmm. we sure do hope that along the way you are connecting with God, you're connecting with others and you're practicing some self care yes, as yes, always, yes. as always email us at onpurposeparents.com with questions that you might have. Is it on purposeparents.com? That's our it website. Parents. Oh, good night again. <laughs> parents. I looked up at the screen. At saddleback.com. Parents it's at because saddleback. You're Email <laughs> us at parents at saddleback.com with questions, yeah. comments, topics, suggestions. You can go to our onpurposeparents.com website with all of our resources. So many resources, totally for free. Nothing you have to buy on there. There's nothing to buy. Mm. Um, or if you want to be part of our parent text family, you can text parents just the word parents with an s to eight three zero 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 eighty three thousand just text parents subscribe share this with a friend and we'll see you next time bye everybody